0: Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat.
1: This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner.
2: Hello and welcome back to the At Betches Podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana, and there's a lot to discuss. But Sammy, how are you enjoying London? I am having a great time. I'm waiting for you and Eileen to join me.
1: Eileen is not going to be on this episode today for all of our listeners because we are sort of in the midst of you know a travel meetup in London, and I haven't been here since I've always I was only here once for like two days when we were in college,
2: and um, it's really adorable. I love it here. I love London. I forgot how much. I think I was there in like 2015 when our friend Liza lived there. Um, and I visited, that was the only time I had been. And it was so fun. And I'm so excited for our itinerary. And I was saying, it's, I, again, I've, I think I've talked about this before, but I love when you plan the itinerary. Cause in my trips with Mike, I always have to do it. And this is so exciting to go on a trip where someone who I know has good taste has already booked things. Oh,
1: thank you. I mean, I love to plan the itinerary. That's honestly like, one of my favorite parts of doing it. I think in some way I am equally I equally enjoy planning a trip as I do being on it. Um and no, I'm just very excited for you to get here. I'm very excited for us to have some tea and scones. Yes. And yeah, let's should we chat? Should we chat some pop culture before before you have to take off to the airport?
2: Yes, let's do it. Let's talk about Sophia Richie's wedding, which is I would say the the most buzz a wedding has gotten on social media since, I don't know, since the uh, I think the Beckham wedding was the last one everyone was watching very intensely, right? It's so funny that you mentioned the Beckham wedding because
1: I was literally thinking today that the Beckham wedding did not get this much interest. They also didn't release as many photos. So I don't know if that is part of it, but I didn't feel like the Beckham wedding was this celebrated like yeah it was observed but I didn't feel that it was as oh like celebratory
2: I can't explain I don't think people were quite as happy for like the Beckhams getting married as they seem to be for Sophia like everyone seems a little more I feel like there was just as much buzz I feel like people were talking about it but there was just a lot more people are much more like loving everything I feel like for this wedding yeah, I think that it's.
1: I I do feel it has more buzz, probably because more people have more. Like I'm excited about this. I don't know why. I never had any interest in Sophia Richie until like yesterday, um, and now I'm like, wow, we have our next Haley Bieber. Look
2: at her. She's like, I think that she. I mean, she was. She was almost here before. She was dating Scott Disick. I feel like that was how she came became on everyone's radar. Also, Justin Bieber. What about him? She she dated him too. Did she? Yeah. I didn't even know that. What? While he was
1: like on and off from Selena. Oh, I guess Dustin dated everyone when he was on and off from Selena. Well, it just seems like she has a really good like celebrity roster. And then I love that she settled down with kind of like a normie ish. How old is the husband? He's 29. So like a and five how year age difference. Twenty, she's 24. Oh, she's so young. But she was dating Scott Disick and Justin Bieber when she was like 18, 19. So right. she was – she's
2: probably lived a lot of lives.
1: I mean, yes. they only dated She's not for like a, a regular year.
2: person being 24. She's a celebrity being 24.
1: I mean, even with them, they – so their families had apparently known each other for like 20 years because – uh, his dad is a huge music executive like he's the CEO of Universal Music Group and obviously Lionel Richie is a very famous musician so they kind of had you know like worlds intertwined a little bit and they were introduced through friends so it just feels a little bit you know they they got engaged after a year he proposed in Hawaii on a trip with all of their friends and i don't know it, it, to me it feels very natural and maybe maybe the fact that there is so much like approval and love from the parents, especially in contrast to the Beckham wedding where there was sort of notoriously a lot of tension, maybe right. that is what made people more able, and her and him able to kind of feel more joyous.
2: And she also just has this like really alluring aesthetic, which I she find does. To be, it's sort of this, I agree, it's the same, sort of the same as Hailey Bieber, but I find it to be like, more intriguing i find it more like i don't know i just feel like she has like a more interesting unique look and is so pr- i don't know she just seems very like flawless i totally agree i never
1: i I didn't really i wasn't particularly interested in her honestly but i and i'm not really particularly interested in Haley Bieber either but i think that I agree. The whole thing was so much more alluring. The whole wedding was more alluring. I mean, I wonder if they chose to release a large number of photos for a reason because for like Hailey Bieber, all these other, you know, the Beckhams, they maybe had 10 or something photos released. It's not as many, I don't think, as Sophia Ritchie, which was just so many. And that might've been a choice to raise her profile, but also it felt like people were really happy for her or them. I kind of felt like... I never really saw her smile that much. And she That's looked true. just really she looked really really pretty when she is doing like a natural smile and not like a an Instagram straight face pose.
2: Yeah. And I mean I didn't know Chanel made wedding dresses. I Did don't you know think that? they make them for like everybody. <laughs> they just make think, them for Sophia Richie.
1: No, not just her, but I don't know if like we could go and I don't think we're you know, I don't think the average person could buy a Chanel dress. I don't think they would buy them off was. the rack.
2: Or do you think they gave it to her because of all the press that it's getting?
1: I have no idea how something like that would work because it was so much more than just her wedding dress. She wore Chanel like the whole weekend and also her bachelorette party, they was in Paris and they did a like a workshop at Chanel. You can see it mm-hmm. on her Instagram, which is pretty cool. I wish I could cool. have a Chanel Chanel workshop. On my- Sadly,
2: you're not enough of an Epo baby. They that. would
1: never give me a dress in a million years. They wouldn't even give me like an item off, like ready to wear because they'd be like, sorry, we don't make your size. And I know this because I actually was just in Chanel a few hours ago. <laughs> oh,
2: Did you try to get a dress? <laughs> no, made? I didn't try to get a dress made. No, I just bought a pair of shoes. But, you know, oh, that's of course. It. Well, that sounds like you're having a lovely, lovely time. Well what did you think of her her wedding? I mean it's be- it's I feel like it's hard not to have an incredible wedding at in like that at that that hotel that is like if I wanted to have a wedding and I had unlimited funds and I wanted to guarantee that it would be like glamorous and beautiful and lovely I would have it at that hotel uh cap. what do they call it hotel du cap?
1: Yeah. Right. Um. Don't make me say – yeah, it's so embarrassing for me to try to speak something in, French or anything chic.
2: In Antibes? Antibes, yes. Yeah. You know yes. Like that's yeah. – I, I feel like I've seen just – I've never even been to that hotel, but I feel like every picture I see of it just gives you like an entire vibe and the wedding had that vibe. And Yeah.
1: Know. Well, it's a very famous hotel. Like it's in Slim Aaron's photos. Like there's that famous Slim Aaron's photo from mm-hmm. that hotel. It's very – it's very recognizable. Luxe. It's very, yeah. I think it's on. It's like probably one of the most expensive hotels. It's just. That's was what I'm pretty, saying. Really pretty, but it did still feel like it, it even though it was somewhere very like luxe and elegant and fancy. It did still manage to feel very homey and mm-hmm. intimate in a weird way,
2: just like a backyard wedding, right?
1: Just like a backyard <laughs> wedding on the Riviera. <laughs> Exactly. Apparently, um, the walk from the hotel to the chuppah, because they had a Jewish wedding. Oh,
2: they was, did. He's Jewish. They did.
1: He's Jewish, and she converted to Judaism for him. Oh wow. Yeah. So apparently, that walk was seven minutes long. So like he, like she went, she walked down the aisle for seven minutes with Lionel Richie.
2: I wonder what shoes she was wearing. She should share those shoes because they probably must be comfortable. She's walking seven minutes down the aisle. I think they're probably Chanel. No. And maybe I was influenced to go today, <laughs> subliminally. Do you feel closer to Sophia Richie? Like you're closer to her essence now that you went there?
1: Honestly, I hadn't thought of that. I really just wanted a pair of shoes that I know is really comfortable since we're here and we're like, you know, out and about. Mm-hmm. That's what and everyone
2: says for the most high utility comfort shoes. No, I, I just know show. that they, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just know that this pair of shoe is very comfortable. What shoe did you get? They're a yes, sling girl? back with a little, you no, know, they're a sling back with a little heel. So they look a little fancy and they, you know, but they're also walkable. So, you know, and I'm sure you're gonna
2: make me walk places. So I mean, that's the goal. We'll see if you guys will uh will come will come with me in that way. I've been walking all day. I've walked like for
1: at least at least an hour today. And then I would have walked back even more, even longer, but I had to make I had to get back here to do this so you know London's a walking city it's a great and it's a great walking city because I don't really want to go to any sites but when you walk around you get the whole
2: mm-hmm. you get the
1: feel for ev- for everything
2: yeah I love walking I'm excited I'm just glad you got those shoes so that you'll <laughs> just be ready to put ten thousand steps on them. are made for walking <laughs> Jeanette, again that's, what, 10, yeah, that's what they're known for it's basically Nike, <laughs> right <laughs>
1: They're basically Same Air difference. Jordans, as you love. As I do. Yeah. And that's um, us here at the Down to Earth podcast. Exactly.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, dot com slash Betches. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliyei was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Can you
2: explain the Sydney Sweeney thing? I've seen like hints of it all over Instagram. What's going on?
1: Okay, so Sydney Sweeney is starring in a rom-com that just wrapped filming with her co-star, a guy named Glenn Powell. It's a rom-com, and basically, there's been a lot of photography from the from the movie, the way that there often is. And there was, um, and she had shared photos of them from like being off camera, you know, like as co-stars do. Which I think is like kind of my favorite content on the internet when ensemble casts or people who are co-starring and things share like their personal photos from filming. That's a side note, anyway. So basically, Sydney Sweeney is reportedly engaged. She's definitely engaged, although there was a Dumas rumor rumor that she was already married. Her uh fiance or maybe husband is much is a bit older than her, like probably about like 10 years. His name is Jonathan DeVino. Um, And then Glenn, Glenn Powell was dating uh, Gigi Paris. And apparently they had sort of like a Rocky. Who is Gigi Paris? She's a model. She started like a design, a fashion line. And Glenn Powell, I guess they were, he's an actor. He was in Top Gun and they were dating for a while. And there were sort of reports that they were on the rocks.
2: And then Glenn Powell sounds like someone's accountant. That's
1: what I've been thinking. I'm like, how did Glenn Powell become a Gen Z hero? Okay, anyway. So Gigi Paris has now unfollowed Sydney Sweeney on Instagram. And it's unclear because she had actually gone to visit the film set in March. And now – and then she returned to the U.S. and she's unfollowed Sydney Sweeney. So I don't know. Like, to me, I look at those pictures – barely skim the headlines. I mean, before, obviously, I did read more later about it. But when I first saw it, I
2: was like, fucking.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you could well, just like.
2: maybe. My other thought was like, maybe they're looking for the effect of that Olivia Wilde movie where, you know, they're using she this was to drum up some her PR. <laughs> yes. But yeah. like that, you know, like all the drama, but all the drama around that really, I think, did a lot, did like pretty good things for the movie. Like, I think it got way more people to see it. Even though I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> don't worry, darling. <laughs> oh, yes. Can I be honest with you? I actually think that more
1: people would have seen it if it wasn't for the drama because the drama, first of all, she had a really good kind of image coming off of Booksmart. Don't worry, darling got so much press. But then I think because when people saw it, they were like, this isn't that good. I think a lot of people who would have seen it didn't end up seeing it because they were like, I'm, don't worry, darling, Dad. You know?
2: Really, I was I like, I need to see what this whole thing is all about because I've I been started the movie. so much with the salad dressing and all this other shit.
1: <laughs> but the salad dressing and nothing—the the Don't Worry, Darling drama was significantly more interesting than the Don't Worry, Darling movie. Like, I eventually watched it and I kind of was paying half attention. But either way, I'm not getting that vibe because I don't know. Look, did you look at the pictures of them of the of them on set? and the photo she shared of him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they it's possible that they're hooking up, but like why would she do that? She's in a relationship and she's engaged. I
1: mean, is this so far fetched that people would
2: hiding cheat? in plain sight? All the time scandal. That's true. That's true. I mean, maybe. I kind of like it I have no idea what Sydney Sweeney is really like like. I feel like she might be crazy, who knows.
1: Apparently she likes to repair so I feel like I know a lot about Sydney Sweeney. I'm really into her. One of her like hobbies is repairing cars. She grew up you know pretty not wealthy and I think she was like Four. valedictorian of her school. Okay. I don't know if like I don't I can't I don't, middle want, class. I don't know the exact. Okay. I would say like closer to lower middle class. I think she's you know she was a drama kid. She didn't – I think she didn't go to college because she went to go be an actress and then she's from like Oregon or Washington or something and she made it.
2: Good for her. I mean, I'm. A, she's a great actress.
1: Big fan. I think she's great. I'm a big fan of Sydney Sweeney. So I don't know. We're going to continue to keep our eyes on this one. I really feel that there is something
2: well, happening. Why would the girlfriend unfollow her? Right?
1: That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the unfollow is like – is very much like the most, it's probably the most passive aggressive thing you can do this day and age. Yes. And I think
1: it's also the most, like you want someone to notice, you know, someone's going to look that up.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So I'm kind of like, but you're not actually, you're not like, you're not making a statement. You're just making like a statement. Well, maybe they don't, maybe she doesn't want everyone to talk about that. Maybe Gigi Paris is crazy though. And she's just like, blowing things out of proportion and nothing's actually happening. And that could be the case.
1: I know. I
2: I don't know. We'll see. She
1: could be blowing things out of proportion, but also their photos definitely look like weird. There's a lot of chemistry in them. But she still follows Glenn Powell? Her boyfriend? I, I yeah. believe
2: so. Yeah. Or her non-boyfriend? Unclear. If you believe that Cindy Sweeney was um, having sex with your boyfriend- wouldn't you unfollow them both and break up with your boyfriend?
1: Maybe they're trying to work things out or maybe if they were on a break or maybe any number of you well, know, I don't know, vagaries that made it
2: kind of like her fault. Okay. Why would you unfollow someone on Instagram? Like what would move you to unfollow someone? It would take a lot to make Like me they're hooking up with Instagram. your with your boyfriend or husband. Yeah. But be. then I would still want to follow them to keep tabs. <laughs> You'd make a fake account and follow
1: them from that. Account. Right. Maybe. But like I don't even like mute people. Mostly I just don't watch people or if I don't care to see or if they are like annoying me. That's kind of my I just don't I don't know. I mute everyone. I follow much more easily than I follow than I unfollow or mute. It's just such like so many steps. The follow button's so much more accessible. But so is the unfollow button. Not really. You kind of have to like find it. Oh. Are you sure you want to unfollow? Yeah. yeah
0: it they, would take what a if lot. they have
1: what if they find out? I just don't care that much if right. I see them, is my point.
2: I guess to There's make the no sta- who's
1: like triggering for you. I would only unfollow someone if I wanted to make a statement, to be honest. Right. And most of the time I would not want to make a statement about someone. Well, that's I'm the thing. It's a real like. statement. Right? Well, now and if I ever unfollow someone, everyone who's listening would know it was like a big deal or
2: a mistake. They'd also have to be looking at who you follow to then see if you unfollow them. Well, like there's, I mean, if you unfollowed me, yeah, yeah, that would be exactly. like, I think people might yeah.
1: notice that eventually, right. <laughs> unless there was like a mistake. Because sometimes Instagram does kind of like kick you out of, like, will take make you unfollow someone. Have you noticed? I that? have
2: unfollowed someone on per- like by accident one time. I have done that. Right, but that's
1: extenuating circumstances, and right. yeah, so.
2: The, it's that's the unfollowing
1: etiquette. It, it, I think unfollow unfollowing is like the biggest statement you can make in this day and age, minus an actual statement.
2: Yeah. Let's, no pun intended, follow this story a little more closely, see how it unfolds. It must be tough to stay together in Hollywood. You're on like, you're on these movie sets with these very attractive people, filming scenes where you're in love. Like, it would probably be a test to, and they're both very, you know, very attractive people to any relationship, I would imagine.
1: Right. Especially if you actually have chemistry with the person you're acting, like you're in love with. Yeah. But like, you might actually get Your job is to
2: sort of like pretend that you have chemistry. But you might... You don't. Yeah,
1: but there's a difference between like you have it and then you're also acting it versus you don't have it and you're acting. Right. Because for you, you probably feel the chemistry if if you're if you have it
2: right must i mean must be very cool to be a good actor and just like where the line is between reality and and your job which is acting i think a lot of
1: actors draw them in different places like jeremy strong goes really hard (laughs) and some go a little less
0: hard Spring has sprung, and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, Reflight for that summer getaway Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early, or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions. But if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic, with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains, Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability-sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start ritual or add symbiotic plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off.
2: All right, well let's get into Joe Alwyn. Okay. Have you been following the Taylor Joe split? So I hadn't been and the last I had heard was that um they split up and then something like Ryan Reynolds unfollowed Unfollowed him after going to dinner with Taylor Swift. Yes. He unfollowed Joe Alwyn.
1: Yes, that did happen.
2: Yes, and that was like the last thing I had heard. Yeah, so that
1: was that. That's what actually got me sort of um, looking deeper, because basically, right after the breakup was split, she then started being photographed, and Taylor hasn't been photo. She doesn't get photographed unless she wants to get photographed. That was kind of happening. And then they unfollowed him. Speaking of unfollowing, mm-hmm. the most powerful statement you could make, it wasn't just uh Ryan Reynolds. It was also all the higham sisters and Taylor's brother. And I think maybe since then there's been more. Okay. Like her, one of her like close friends has unfollowed him. Maybe there's been more even since then.
2: But what do you think is the etiquette? I guess you said you would never unfollow anyone ever. But like if – Your sibling is dating someone and then they break up. Are you supposed to keep following them for the rest of their lives? I might just because I don't even notice that I'm following
1: them. But in that case, depending on what they did to my sibling,
2: I would probably, I would unfollow them if they did. Like, because I want to make the statement. Here's the thing. I have a lot of siblings with a lot of exes that I've um, followed on Instagram. I wouldn't unfollow them a month after the breakup. But once they start to get like, married and have kids. I'm like, I don't really need to follow this part of your life any What if they cheated on your sibling and your
1: sibling was really upset?
2: Oh, then I would unfollow on principle.
1: Yes. Exactly. So that's what I think is happening here. But okay, it's not just those, it's not just those things. It's also things that she's doing in like in her performances while she's on tour. So in one of her performances she made an L like the loser sign to a backup dancer while she who was wearing like a lover costume and that people read into as being about Joe because lover is like so all about Joe. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole album, the, that era, so to speak, is about Joe. She also sang the song Begin Again, which is from one of her earlier albums. And it's about moving on from someone who had judged her in in their relationship. That was one of her surprise songs, which are kind of like the song she switches out every performance. And she screamed the lyrics, he never did. And those are usually sung quietly, which... You know, if you're a Swifty and you're
2: reading into all these things, these are very meaningful points I mean, that I'm bringing up. I think Taylor is not – everything she does, I think, has purpose in me. Like you said, she's when she's photographed, it's because she wants to be photographed. If she's picking – her whole thing – half of her whole thing is these Easter egg things. Not like she doesn't know people, like, look into what she does. So I think that if she's doing all of that, she's – trying. and especially I remember when she was – when she redid – when she had the 10-minute All Too Well version and she played it, I guess, on SNL. Mm-hmm. Or was it or the yeah. late, late show or so, one, of, one of the shows she was on? Um, yeah. And she was like looking at the audience when she was like saying a certain line. And it was like felt like she was talking to Jake Gyllenhaal. It was like, I don't I think she knows what she's doing. I think Taylor is very smart and very like pointed, even if she's not explicit. Right. I, I totally
1: agree with you. And I also think that she. I understand why she doesn't want to come out and have the PR, the formal PR story be like Joe Alwyn cheated on me because then you do another round of like Taylor Swift exposes the men in her
2: relationships. You can't date her because she will I say the, everything and make the it. line is more that she includes it in her music, right? Then that she's talking about it. I think this is great press for her next album, which I hope is about him. I'm sure it will be.
1: But here's the thing. It used to be not just her, her lyrics. It used to also be her whole press game was like really, really much more out there than it's been in the past few years with him. And now she's doing it again. Like, why did she reunite her whole crew to walk the streets of New York City? Like, very obviously. Yeah. And it's – they called Backgrid, which is like who you call to be photographed. Oh, we have some more unfollows. Let's hear. In addition to the people I said before, there's also Lena Dunham, Lily Aldridge, Martha Hunt, Gigi Hadid, Claire Winter, and Ashley Avignon. Those are her like real friends, like her normal okay. – like, I think those are like – yeah. Um, So I didn't even realize she was still friends. with such close friends with all these people.
2: <laughs> so that's a pretty – shots fired, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think like something, obviously something happened. And if I do think an unfollow usually means the relationship. What did you what was her statement on the relationship? Did she give a statement or just like she had someone say they broke up? Did she ever give like a statement being like, We still like, care about each other very much? And like the you know, line, what, one of those bullshit
1: statements? Did she do the that? The line about yeah, the line about the relationship was it wasn't her. It was like a source close to her said that Um, She was very – said that like they had grown apart and it was their different personalities that drove them apart. But it wasn't her technically who said anything. And there was a Dumois tip that basically said that someone suggested that he leaked the The breakup, uh, breakup, not her. And like that kind of makes sense if you look at how her behavior has changed since the breakup. It almost seems a little bit like, oh, I thought we were not doing anything
2: and now she's just everywhere. Right. Well, I have to say, Taylor, no shame because I'm like this too. Taylor's is a little vindictive. She's very into the revenge game, long term or short term. I mean, she redid her whole album basically as like a "fuck you" to the people. that No, bought that's the about money. The music.
1: It's a money thing.
2: No, but also I don't think you. it's. I think it's more of a, she has. A, I don't think it's really about the money. I think that was more of a "fuck you" to me personally. I think that's personally how she was more motivated. She likes. Revenge. The songs are a little revengy.
0: She literally um, has a song, she's a song called, called better than revenge
2: and vigilante oh, shit. Right. Right. Like she likes revenge. She likes to play the long game. She's not very much like a forgive and forget kind of person. And I, you know, I, I have no shame in it. I, I get it. But if someone wronged her, Taylor won't get hers. And maybe she's not less obvious about it than she used to be. But I would run if I were him. <laughs> oh yeah he's fucked should we go hunt him down on the streets of london maybe while just screaming
1: the, the lyrics to um london boy london boy <laughs> <laughs> he apparently has been stepping out and not looking so good himself if you've seen those photos i mean he doesn't he's so on good. taylor's
2: list and i would i would not be looking great either
1: yeah i mean look what you made her do She's going to – you're right. No. It's – it's. but I don't think like – I almost feel that like vengeance and revenge isn't necessarily her – I think that's part of a bigger symptom of like kind of the way she like is. Like she's very emotional. She's very much – she's not like a subtle person. She's very kind of extreme. She goes all in.
2: She's not casual or type B in any way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she's – I think she's got a plan. I mean, she's gonna sell a shit ton of albums about this breakup. So she I'm, would sell a shit ton of albums anyway. But that's what I'm saying. It's not about the money, though. I think she'll talk about it not because it's about the money, but because she likes. I think she likes the power of she's got this platform. And again, I don't. I don't think it's bad. I. I would do the same thing. I also think she likes. She
1: sings about her her life. That's all what she sings about, yeah. and that's her life.
2: She hasn't sung about a breakup in a bit. I'm, I'm ready for it. She hasn't. It.
1: It's been no. Pun yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, been I'm, six think, years.
2: Personally, I think that's her best shit. But I also love dating and relationships and breakup shit. But like, so I'm like, I've kind of been a little bored with personally, to be totally honest. I've been a little bored with her albums. I know that's what about not love. Universal. It was fine. <laughs> it's fine. Not as good as like Red. I'd I prefer okay, like we a know tor- you like I pre- Red. You know? I prefer a tortured Taylor a little bit. I think I do. So I'm excited to see what she comes out with. She was moderately tortured in Midnights. Was that about, was Midnights about, like, dating? Midnights is about, like, part, oh, yeah, the most a lot recent of it's one. about dating, yes. yeah. Yes, yes. Is it about dating? What part's about dating
1: in Midnights? Like, a ton of the songs. Lavender Haze, Let Me Go Through Them All, Maroon.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, all, all the ones I didn't really, like?
1: Uh Vigilante Shit, Midnight is Rain. Instead of it, I thought Vigilante Shit is about Scooter Braun. But it could be about dating, like, it, it, it could be about any, they all could kind of be about dating. Most of Midnight's. So I know, I think now people are sort of speculating now that Midnight's was portending more trouble in paradise than maybe they had originally seen. But there are a lot of lyrics in Midnight's that sort of show her ambivalence towards her relationship. And also, mm-hmm. she writes a whole song about John Mayer, Coulda, shoulda, Woulda. And that – why is she singing about John Mayer? If she's, like, happy, she's, like, tortured by him. There's just a lot of things that I feel trying to think what else was – what else is on it. The Great War is about, like, a huge fight. What else? Paris. I don't – I I don't know. Maybe they went to Paris together. Remember you thought they got married? No, I said it was heard. Like, it was. it was rumored that they got married. Oh, High Infidelity, a song called High Infidelity.
2: <laughs> I guess <laughs> I only really like three songs from that album. Which Sorry. songs did you like? I like Vigilante Shit. Okay. I like Bejeweled. That could be seen as a breakup revenge. What's the I'm the Problem song? Antihero. Antihero. And uh, Bigger Than the Whole Sky. I think that Bigger Than the Whole Sky might have been about a miscarriage.
1: I think a lot. Yeah. I'm not the only person who thinks that. I, yeah, I've heard that. That would imply yeah. that that happened, which I wonder if one day we'll, we'll know. She'll talk about it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, maybe – what does karma have to do with her happy relationship? Maybe maybe there is trouble. Who knows? I thought he, like, helped write – I thought he, like, wrote a lot of these songs with her. He
1: Well, he's technically a credit on Folklore and Evermore. And I okay. believe – so there's questions about, like, what he is a credit on because some that's, he maybe put it on different – under different names. So there's kind of a lack of clarity. He was added to Folklore after – like, sort of after the fact, after she won the Grammy. But Midnight Rain on Midnight's is very much
2: like an ambivalent relationship song. Well, here's my question. Does Selena Gomez follow him? Check that out. I don't know. Because Selena Gomez and Taylor are like BFFs, right? It's possible Selena Gomez like
1: doesn't follow anybody.
2: She would definitely follow Taylor.
1: No, like she might just follow like no one,
2: you know. That's such a good move. She follows 251 people. Okay, so maybe not. She does not follow him. I don't know. I guess I don't know if she ever did. It's possible she didn't follow him.
1: I mean, you look at his profile as I was yesterday. follows Taylor Swift. I mean, that's been her bestie for a long time. I've been following – I was looking at Joe Alwyn and like his profile definitely got better from being Taylor Swift adjacent.
2: Of course. I like – honestly, I always forget who he is until someone says that he's Taylor Swift's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend I guess at this point. Well, we're but gonna see what happens. Of happen course, with them. he's compared to he's like nothing next to her fame. Well, now he might be as famous as Jake Gyllenhaal's scarf. Jake Gyllenhaal was is way more famous than Joe Elwin, even at the time they dated. Yes, at the time they dated, I think he was more famous than Taylor Swift. I agree. I, well, I think what happened was like sort of at nineteen
1: eighty nine is when she became more famous than anyone she could really prospectively date. Before that, she was dating people who were either. More equal or less famous than her. Yeah. But now there's like the no one she could date that would be more famous than her.
2: Yeah. She's like a machine. There's no one, I don't think, that would top it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Justin Bieber is as famous as her. Maybe. I think, I think they're the same. Yeah. They're like the same, basically. Agreed. Um, but yeah, she's pretty much tapped out unless she dates like Joe Biden or something. <laughs> yeah, he he's busy. Maybe she's Barack died. Obama has a few more years.
1: That would be a couple to watch. <laughs> <laughs> imagine
2: imagine it's like Michelle Obama unfollows Taylor Swift. Oh my god, that would be so funny. I would die. Um, that would be like the biggest that would be bigger surprise of the year. Oh, a 100%. I mean, that would be like I wonder how many people would no longer be Swifties.
1: Honestly, I don't think it would ever happen. I don't think either of them would ever do it.
2: I think if she was having an affair with Barack Obama, I would not be a Swiftie anymore. I I wouldn't either,
1: but I also would not be an Obama
2: head either. (laughs) That's true. I feel like I just had a bad dream and now I hate both people, even though it did (laughs) not happen. Be very
1: damaging for both. I don't. And here's the thing. Neither of them would ever do it. I just can't even see. I don't even see real chemistry, to be honest. Like, I think there yeah. are other celebrities who, who would have better chemistry with Obama and vice versa. Yeah, I don't see it. It's not going to happen. If you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara. But my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades, perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash betches for 10% off your first order.
2: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So Bed Bath & Beyond filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on Sunday, and they have plans to wind down the entire business. See, at first I was confused because sometimes I feel like companies file for bankruptcy and then they're still selling shit. They are. But Bed Bath yeah. is. But I think they're closing, but sometimes they don't immediately. Sometimes they just do that to like refinance. But it seems like in this case, they're actually like piecing out. They're not closing immediately, though. They're basically like
1: keeping stores open sort of like indefinitely, but closing them slowly, I imagine, because they do want to like sell out the inventory. And basically now everything is final sale and you can't use your
2: coupons as of today. No coupons?
1: No more. No more coupons. Why
2: wouldn't they? If they're trying to get rid of everything, why wouldn't they honor the coupons? I don't know. I don't, to me, it's like, why, who's like, going to buy their shit full price? It's more expensive than it is anywhere else. I'm sure things are marked down at this point. So maybe they I don't need probably, the coupons.
1: I think probably they have to try to make – to sell their inventory for as much as possible now that they're like technically in bankruptcy because I'm right. sure they
2: have like creditors. So what's the yeah, last I mean, thing you bought from Bed Bath & Beyond? Hmm. I can't remember, but like not
1: that, lo- not that long ago. I feel like I recently bought – I think we bought some like guest bedroom
2: pillows from there mm-hmm. for our old apartment. I um, bought some placemats from there, I think, I love, Bed Bath, and I, I love Bath and, Bed Bath & Beyond. It's kind of sad. I love Bed Bath & Beyond. I mean, Beyond. It, it's sort of nostalgic. I mean, like that's where you would go to get your back to school, like back to college shit, all that comforters and stuff. Or what else did you get there? I don't know. Get those like comp-coms. you could get everything for a house. Everything. I mean, you can get all that shit, I guess, elsewhere now.
1: But I feel like I bought – yeah, but I mean, now people get it on Amazon. But honestly, like, I still – I just think the feel of a Bed, Bath and & Beyond. And they had those delicious lollipops at the checkout counter. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about. They are the very, very delicious, large, different color lollipops. I don't was know what the brand was.
2: Interesting. I like, can picture it, but I don't remember, like, noticing that about them. I wish they would just keep one open for, like – if you really want to go, you can visit. <laughs> they should keep the one in the city open, or the one on Long Island by where we grew up in Manhasset. That's the one I hope they keep open. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> that's so where all the memories reason. are, right? Yeah,
1: but also in at the Ithaca Bad Bath and Beyond was pretty groundbreaking for me.
2: I don't think I've even been there. I don't know. I think I got a garbage pail there. I guess I. will I, like I got a I'll garbage be okay.
1: pail. Jordana, where were our coasters from? They were from. They were from Bed were Bath,
2: from Bed, and, Bath beyond. and Beyond. You're right. I have been to the one in Ithaca. That's where you were. Like they were twenty dollars, and I was like, "Sammy, this seems like a lot of money to spend on coasters." I mean, we were like at the time 20, 21 years old, but <laughs> you got your way. We got the coasters. You know, we used them. Look, we didn't go broke after. <laughs> Look at us now. It didn't <laughs> okay. ruin. It didn't financially ruin <laughs> it us. us
1: to get the coasters between That's three true. people. No, here's the thing: twenty dollars. We for got coasters? the poster. the poster of the twilight poster poster came to us a different way here's the thing it is a little ridiculous that people in college would buy would even spend six dollars on 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 the pack of coasters when you were living the way we were that's Um, what i'm saying particularly but i'm always aspiring to nicer things
2: as you can see and
1: look at you now you just got back from chanel but um yeah that was the more things change the more
2: they stay the same right yes (laughs) Anyway, um, should we send someone to the Caymans? Yeah, I mean, did you send Joe Elwin yet? because no. he's got to go, right? Did we send Joe Elwin last week? I'm pretty sure we didn't. Not last week for sure, but like two weeks ago, maybe when I wasn't here. Did you guys do that? I don't remember ever sending up. him. I don't. Okay. I don't believe I. I don't All believe right.
1: that. Um, well, Joe we've sent
2: him. I think it's ready. Joe. Say goodbye to those PJs. Look, private I'm looking- <laughs> it's time to get on Delta Comfort Plus. Start selling some timeshares until you learn how to treat a lady right in public. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Where people will get to get to take their revenge on you. Taylor Swift people are Taylor Swifties are not kind. And yeah, you better we see hope you in London
2: is, Joe isn't 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 a, a Swifty? Yeah. If we see you in London Joe, Watch we're probably going to ask we're probably going to ask you to take a picture. <laughs> and, then-
1: <laughs> and there's going to be some words shared. But yeah, I don't think he'll be out. Would you please take a picture with us? <laughs> <laughs> I know that um, we're not exactly giving him like the innocent until proven guilty treatment, but I think that's okay because he's just going to the Cayman Islands and all these people unfollowed him and he's not going to like prison or having like a record now.
2: He just has yeah. to go to the
1: Cayman Islands. I mean, we're not like regular shares. people.
2: We're not doing passive aggressive unfollowing. We're doing aggressive speculation. <laughs> so I yeah. didn't follow him, but I might follow him just to unfollow
1: him. Me too. Let's but you know, it. if he goes to the Caymans, I think that's punishment enough. Just all the timeshares. Yeah. Yes. Um. Should we let's? Shall we? Uh. Bring a reviewer with us. Maybe they come to London with us hypothetically this week. Okay. Okay. Delta One. Delta Ooh. One lie flat. Delta hypothetically. One. Hypothetically, you go yes. on Delta One lie flat, and you stay at a five star hotel with us hypothetically. Hypothetically, in, in this su- in a suite, and um, the person who we've chosen to be that is Carrie Marie S. She says she loves the chemistry between us three. It's like being at a sleepover with your besties. So Carrie Marie, you are going to sleep over with us in a five-star hotel, in a separate room, of course, because privacy and you know
2: appropriateness. Yeah. But <laughs> you are welcome, hypothetically, to come hang with us in London this week. And with that, we'll see you next time on the At Batches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. I'm at Sammy. And please leave us a rating, a review, so you
1: can come... Luxuriously vacation with us and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And we will be back next week with a lead on the At Betches podcast.
0: At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Eliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.